All righty. That's not how to start the show. <laughs> if you need, I can demonstrate. I'd like to see Ryan demonstrate. Let's get restarted. In <laughs> Everybody ready? <laughs> oh, wait, just let me take a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everybody ready? I feel very uh, seen. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's it's like you've heard me do it, you know, 30 million times or something. Yeah, I was a little quiet. I was a little low energy. Oh, that's okay. Let me show you how it's done. Uh-oh. Fuck. Here we go. Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel. Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. My name is Brandon Lamuto. I'm your host, and I have so many friends here with me. As always, we have our sound engineer, Ryan Metz. Hi. We have our mixologist, James Letary. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so apathetic. Dude, it's Halloween. It's ooh. Ooh, very spooky, scary. Spooky, scary skeletons. It's cool. But... Yes, it's Halloween, but before we get into anything else, we have a guest. We have a guest tonight. Uh, she is a friend of the show. She is a longtime listener. She is an artist, and... She's a returning guest. She is a returning guest. Um, she is a returning guest. She's been on the show before. And I'm, I'm going to say this because by the time this airs, it'll be true. My wife. Aww. Yeah, Aww. we're getting married. We're getting married right at the end of this episode. Ryan is going to officiate the wedding. <gasps> I think my invitation got lost. Uh, well, Your don't worry. Invitation to officiate? <laughs> I didn't even know you guys were getting hitched. <laughs> well, Ooh. now you know. What's your wife's name? Uh, her name's Kate Hyman. Everybody, Hi. welcome, Kate Hyman. Hi, hey. Hi Kate. Glad to be back. This yeah, is the great. first time we're speaking. By the way, we did not speak to Kate before we were <laughs> on mic. I've no. just been sitting here yeah. <laughs> in a corner. It's fine. But we're glad to have you here. So we've already talked to you about your history with DCOMs uh, in the last episode, which was episode five, Halloween Town. That's oh the last one that Kate was on. Episode yeah. five? Yeah, and this wow. one is episode 28. It's oh, my been God. many moons. Oh, I have my notes here for that, too. Yeah, I, I have the same notebook, surprisingly. I've written so much, but... Was that 23 episodes ago? Yeah. No, yeah, 23 episodes ago. Which Welcome was back, pretty much, Kate. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Kate might be the only person to have been on the show... That's watched more Disney Channel original movies than I have. You mean in general? In li like in life. Show. Yeah. No, well, you're also watching all of them with me, but you you're canceled. I can't be canceled. I'm the new host. Ah, oh, shit. Precisely. All right. Uh, well, I'm just going to sit back then. So you know how this goes. Go ahead, Kate. Take it away. I'd rather not. <laughs> This is now a silent podcast. Actually, it's an ASMR podcast where I just sit here mm. breathing. She really does know how this goes. <laughs> Ooh. There's the oh, no. drinking coconut water sounds. Oh my God. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Um, the movie we're doing is Halloween Town 2, Calabar's, Calabar's Revenge. Revenge. The only Disney Channel original movie to completely spoil the, you know... <laughs> The villain <laughs> in the title. <laughs> but yes, they go back to Halloween Town and Calabar gets his revenge, I guess. Um, but before we get into the movie, we are called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. I think I know why. Oh, let's hear it. It's because alcohol is present. Yes, there's alcohol here. And usually we drink it. <laughs> James is our mixologist. He makes a different drink every episode. This one is delicious. 
Uh, it's Halloween themed. James, tell us about the drink. This drink is very spooky. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> said they wanted something spooky. Uh, it is called a... I said it was called a skull crusher before. I was just making up words. It's called a skeleton key. Ooh, skeletons oh, nice. are spooky, and there's a skeleton cab driver. Um, so <laughs> Benny. <laughs> Benny. Um, so this is... Uh, it's pretty good, actually. Um, so it's uh, one and a quarter ounce of bourbon. I use Maker's Mark. Oh, Three quarters favorite. of an ounce of St. Germain, which I've been like putting off getting. It's like an elderflower liqueur that's honestly really good. Uh, fresh lemon juice, uh, ginger beer topped it off, and then dashes of Angostura bitters on top to make it like a little bloody and crazy. You know what this tastes like? The way a Halloween store smells. <laughs> Whoa, like really? latex. I feel like it smells like sweat in there. Yeah. We're always trying on costumes, maybe returning yeah. them. I don't know. Ripping stuff out. Mm. Uh, you know what? Yeah, my second taste was uh, a bit better than that. It, it is delicious. And what's very cool, what you can't see listening to our podcast, is that there's little drips of blood in it. Uh, there's, you know, it's an orangey yeah. drink with uh, splashes of red just throughout. It's, it's very nice, very spooky. Very appropriate. I think it's better than the ghost sweat, which made me pass out. Oh, <laughs> ghost sweat was yeah. very <laughs> sweet, but delicious. Um, if you would like to make this drink or to just to try it out, uh, you can. We will be posting the recipe onto our Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. Go ahead and make the drink. Try it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Is there a spell that you had to recite in order to get this drink conjured? Uh, I had to say uh, drunk backwards. It was cr- crud. Crud. <laughs> There's a net in there. Knurd. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Spoiler whole idea alert. of undoing a spell by just saying it backwards. It was such a huge plot point in this movie, and it really didn't have to be. There, there are so many workarounds to make that, you know, not a thing. Also, nothing that was a step. I don't know why I'm holding this movie to the standard of like, they didn't mention it in the first movie, <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, let's get right into the movie. Uh, so the general overview of the movie is um, it takes place two years after the events of the first Halloween town. Um, Aggie, the grandmother, Debbie Reynolds, she now lives with uh, the family in normal, not Halloween town, Earth, I believe it's called. Somewhere in the United States of America. <laughs> Somewhere in the United <laughs> States, yes. Um, and uh, something happens. Um, a guy comes to visit the family, just a new, the new guy in town, and he steals Aggie's spellbook, and then he hatches a plot to, you know, kind of wreak havoc on Halloween town and the mortal realm that he's been apparently planning for like 50 years. Uh, yeah. A long time. Yeah, it's it, it's been a very long time that they were trying to make this happen. So the revenge was being planned about 48 years before the, the revenge needed to happen. This was just an evil scheme, and then it very conveniently turned out to be, oh, well, now I need revenge, too, because <laughs> Wait, things didn't work out so well at the end of the first movie. Did his dad plan it? Yeah, okay. So, so yes, Calabar is the villain of the first movie, a.k.a. Robin Thomas, a.k.a. the Matchbox 20 singer. Robin Thomas. <laughs> and it's just like the ocean in Halloween Town, and it's the same as the emotion that I get from casting spells. <laughs> Did you write that in advance? No, I didn't. You sure? <laughs> yeah. I just, I can channel Rob Thomas at will. But... Calabar uh, is well. He didn't. He failed at the end of Halloween Town, and now in this movie, his son Cal is the 
the antagonist. Um, mo- he, he appears in person a few times, but mostly we just see him as a floating head that just like, you know, shoots through walls. It's very spooky. He is not a good enough actor to be just a head or a face. I know. He is it, just his voice alone is awful. Mm-hmm. He's a bad actor. Sorry, whatever his name is. Uh, uh, Daniel Counts or Kuntz? It's K-O-U-N-T-Z. Kuntz? I want to say Kuntz because it's funnier. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, Daniel Kuntz. Well, there's Dean Kuntz is the author. Yeah, and that's the OO. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Well, if he's so mad at us for mispronouncing his name and calling him a shitty actor, he can get at us. He can. He should yeah. come on the show. Daniel, if you're out there. I'm going to DM him on Instagram. <laughs> Slide into his DM. Say, hey, Halloween Town 2 sucked. You as the brick cow, the worst. It sucked. Yeah, that brick wall yeah. was I weird. I wish they included his hair because I feel like it's so much creepier with yeah. just his giant forehead he- and face. He looks like Walton Goggins uh, in, like, Gone yes. Terribly Wrong. Daniel, if you're out there, call me at 413-634-6510. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even want to know what number that is. That's my number. You can call me at that number. Okay. All right. So the movie begins in the mortal realm. Uh, the movie begins with a recap, and then there's a Halloween party happening at the the Cromwell household. Yes. Yeah, the Cromwell household. Um, the grandma, Aggie's just like conjuring up shit out of a bag and like giving the, these kids flying broomsticks. And she is, even though she's like hundreds of years old, she is a classic boomer, you know, like giving these kids dangerous toys and being like, oh, they could have fun. You know, her take is very much like when I was a kid, you know, they didn't have any safety rules or regulations. We went out with our bikes and our sticks and we came back when the street lights went on and everyone was fine. Accurate. Yeah. That's pretty much her take. Uh, and then the mom, you know, she, the mother and the grandmother are on bad terms because the mother doesn't like the life of a witch and she kind of rejected it. And she understands that her daughters are, you know, are optimistic about it. They enjoy it. But she wants them to live a normal, magic-free life because, you know, with magic, you don't have to work for anything. Yeah, do we really understand why she wants that? Because it's kind of... Having lived a magic-free life... Mm-hmm. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah, it's really not. And she's always had that safety net to fall back on that everyone else in the world hasn't. Well, it's probably like how boomers want us to struggle because we can uh, see what it was like for them, even though, you know, they had a yeah. since then. That's fine. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. Why didn't you think of that? Thanks, boomies. But, um, <laughs> well, she the, the reason that the mother gives is because, you know, nothing means anything if you don't have to work for it. She goes, that's what your father taught me. I forget, is the father dead or separated? Like, what happened there? Well, we find out in Halloween Town 4, Halloween Town High. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's a teacher there. Oh, okay. No. (laughs) I think they established in the first movie that he died. Okay. Yeah, I don't don't remember that. Disney trope, dead parent. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yep. Check that one off the list. Oh, before we move on from the beginning, I just want to point out that... um, we did not mention that Marnie was on ghoul chat at the beginning. Oh my God. Some mysterious God. person that never gets brought up again. Yeah. G- uh, what was it? Girl power. It was girl power. Yeah. G R R R L power. And, and Marnie was half and half. I love it. Cause she's half mortal and half witch. Oh my my God. favorite thing that I saw from that, you could see a bit of the chat. They're just talking about the upcoming Halloween dance. And Marnie just asked the girl, got boy. <laughs> 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 yeah. Everything else is full sentences, but just that one is got boy. That's got a, boy. That's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, Cal and his so-called dad, Alex, show up and immediately start hitting on Marnie and Gwen. Yeah, it's aggressive. And and he uses that to, to steal something. So he's really just being a manipulative boy. So yeah. Cal's line was, um, if all witches were as pretty as you, they'd have a better reputation. Oh, my God. First time he's meeting this person in front of her mother and what's supposed to be his father. Spoiler alert, it's not his father. Um, because he's evil. He's a, he's a warlock. But and Mar- Marty's just into it. She just loves it. So And so does Gwen. Gwen, you know, immediately reciprocates the, the you know, the... The hitting on uh, by the, the the adult guy Alex is that his name? Uh, Advances, Mister yeah. Sack of Frogs. Well, it's obvious <laughs> that uh, Marnie loves negging unless it's from someone obviously evil. In hey. which case, then she <laughs> yeah. hates it. It's it's so crazy. Like I would have thought that for a movie that's you know that with all these strong female leads that it would have been like oh they cast like a an attraction spell on them, but no, the, Marnie and Mom are just. Really horny. Attracted to douchebags and a bunch of frogs, respectively. Yeah, the mother's got a bad track record. Uh, she's got Calabar and a sack of frogs. <laughs> Alex, the, 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 Alex is a sack of frogs. He's a golem. Yeah, we'll explain it later, but he's literally a sack of frogs. Well, I, I, think, I think that's enough. He's just a sack of... We explained it. He is a sack of frogs that can talk. Same here, though. <laughs> um... All right, so... Oh, my God. They, and Dylan. Dylan got hit with the puberty stick. Yes, His voice dropped. He's, like, six inches taller. Yeah. That was crazy. I was like, who is this fucking kid? And then I was like, oh, that's the brother from the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. When Cal meets her, he's like, it's our first night in town. And then he's like, do you want to go to the Halloween dance? Which he, first of all, somehow knows about. And she's like, sure, I'll go with you. And then he's like, you know, something about, like, a kiss... Uh, I'm Cal. I'm a hunk. And then <laughs> they, they're they in Grandma's room. He steals the book. And then they go downstairs, and he asks her to the Halloween dance again what? in front I of her pants. It's literally a minute of screen time later. He's like, he's like, so there's a Halloween ta- dance tonight. I'm not enrolled, but I think we should go. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she isn't like, you just asked me that, idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. And then the the... Sack of Frogs also asks the mother to a student Halloween yeah, dance. Yeah, and he has to chaperone, even though he <laughs> hasn't been a parent at the school. And why, why would he do that? Oh, I, gu- I guess they could use more chaperones, said the Sack of Frogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, okay, so um, then Cal steals uh, Aggie's spell book. Um, that's basically the one thing that everybody needs in this movie. And then Aggie's like, oh, my God, where's my spell book? And the only possible explanation is that the one person in the room with Marnie took the spell book. And she's like, no, that couldn't be it. He's nice. Did anyone go in my room? No, just me and some <laughs> weird boy who I just met. Yeah, but it couldn't have been him. Oh, by the way, I revealed the existence of magic to him in this world where we're supposed to be secret. And now he definitely knows that magic is real and his whole shit's not fucked up. He seemed pretty cool with it. So, yeah, I don't know what's up with him. I mean, it's all because he said her room was boring and she was like, I'll show you not boring. It's my grandma's room. Did you guys catch how many just long, awkward stairs there were in that scene? You know, Actually, Cal staring at Marnie, Marnie staring at Cal, 
mom staring at sack of frogs, sack of frogs <laughs> staring back. I noticed in every interaction between Marnie and Cal, there were so many pauses between each of their you know, lines. It was unbearable. I guess that's how you show attraction. I don't know. Very strange. That's how you shoot a bad movie with a low budget. It is. So the director of this movie, um, this was very, you know, out of left field for her. Her name's Mary Lambert. She did not direct the first Halloween Town. Um, and she mostly did music videos in the 80s. She directed for Madonna and the Go-Go's and Janet Jackson. So she has quite a, you know, uh, quite a repertoire. But it's not children's movies. She directed Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery 2. Whoa. Yeah. Like a oh, she likes it spooky. <laughs> she does like it spooky. Very first time. Does she? Oh my God, is Madonna here? <laughs> no. Is she Lambert or Lambert? Is she Me. related to Christopher Lambert? I have no idea. The, I didn't look it up that far enough. Uh, Raiden himself and the Highlander. Mm, okay. No, she's related to Adam Lambert. Yes, and singer of Queen. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um. So uh, Aggie and Marnie need to go to Halloween Town because the magic's not working because the spell book is gone. Mm -hmm. um, the other book is in Halloween Town. Right, there's two books. Um, but before they go, the only the my favorite joke, running gag of this whole movie is the ogre with the flatulence problem that they just <laughs> talk about. Stinky. Stinky. He's, that they lost. They yeah. lost him. So Stinky comes up twice, and the whole movie, I was just waiting, like, when's he going to show up? When's he going to show up? Same. He never showed up. It was very disappointing. I would have loved to hear it. There he is. There's Stinky. Up, oh, Stinky. We have a guest in the studio today. Uh, please welcome Finn the cat. Hi, Finn. Up oh, here comes Finn. Finn's walking around. No, his name is Stinky, and he's the Stinky. ogre that they lost. The ogre with Stinky. the flashlights. Problem. I really like. I hoped that like it was gonna be a moment where, uh, like. They were stuck, and then all of a sudden, an ogre comes from behind and like bops the villain on the head, and and the uh, the little sister is like, "Stinky, yeah. you came." <laughs> I would have loved. It would have been such a good callback. Ugh. Real, real missed opportunity. Um, but they go to Halloween Town. They the bus doesn't come. They have to summon a portal. I don't know why they don't just do that every time. Like, why wait for a bus when you could just do that? Well, I think the bus just comes immediately when they get to the bus stop. Oh, okay. Sure. That Seems like less effort, you know. I wish having I could just summon drive. a portal. <laughs> but they summon a portal by doing uh, spirit fingers on each other's fingers. Yeah, hand stuff. Yeah, just just wiggling those fingers and saying hand some stuff. Shit. Yeah, they this do. isn't double teamed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, that was a different movie. Um, but anyway, they get to Halloween Town and everything's gray. It's all great, like that Fairly Odd Parents episode where Timmy wishes that everything would be the same. Yes, mm -hmm. it's like that. Everybody is openly gray. Yes. Um, gray we and boring and human. Yes. We find out that Cal's master plan is cast a human spell on the creatures in Halloween Town and cast a creature spell on the humans in the mortal realm, um, which is kind of a fun goofum. <laughs> um, but the, the so the the creatures become what they call the caricatures of humans. So apparently humans are boring, and they say whatever, and they are all gray, and they like sorting socks. That's that's human stuff. You know what though? That They're is, right. That is human stuff. Yeah, I love like sorting socks. I definitely sort socks. Well, that's the thing I do. Sorting socks comes into play because they go to Gort's house. <laughs> Oh, Gordon? that's his name. Gort. Gort. Yeah. Gort. G-O-R-T. Gort. 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 
who is like a little goblin man who just everything that anyone loses winds up at Gort's house. Yeah. So all the socks you've lost, all the pens and pencils you've lost are at Gort's house. <laughs> and he's mean. Yeah. And he likes his place to be messy. So when she lost her book, that's what they found. Or that's where they thought they would found it. Right, they would yeah. find it. Sorry. And he's just gray and he goes, I have several books. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so so yes, um, let's 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 get to Gort. Um, they get to Halloween Town, everything's gray. Uh, Cal's face comes out of a big brick. Well, where the, big where the brick, giant pumpkin's yeah. supposed to be. And he says, ha, 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 this was me. This is my master plan. And you can't stop me. So then uh, they go to Aggie's house and they try to find the other spell book so they can, you know, fix this. But they look around in a very weird, like, one and a half speed scene where, like, their voices are kind of high and they're just kind of rummaging through everything. Mm-hmm. And they can't find it. Um, and then that's when Aggie's like, oh, it must be lost. We have to go to Gort's house. Um, but the weird thing that happens in this scene is that Luke, the goblin turned boring human who's just kind of following them for who we remember what reason? For, we do, well, yes. He's in the first movie. Marnie wanted to bring him along because they had a thing, I guess. She's got a crush on him. Ooh. Yeah, she likes him. But uh, they, they bring along uh, weird human Luke. And at some point in their search for the spell book, he turns back to normal goblin Luke. And no one really knows why. It's revealed later. We'll talk about it. But, yeah, so uh, then they, they go to Gort's place. And Gort is all gray and boring and, like, sorting socks. And, and he's wearing a suit. Yeah, because suits are boring. That's what humans do. <laughs> humans do wear suits. You know, their yeah. depiction of humans is spot on. I wish more movies did human stuff. I agree. It would be much more interesting to watch. I'd rather watch humans doing chores and errands and everything like that. Going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Weird human things. So my theory, actually, and this doesn't pertain to Gort. I don't know why he's gray, but uh, my theory is that Aggie uh, turns gray, and that's an allegory for dementia. Oh. Because she starts to lose her marbles, and then she's like, I got to fold some socks. She <laughs> does get really excited when she goes full gray, too. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, folding socks. I think yeah. that's a good theory. I like that. Actually, Gort has dementia, too. Yeah, he's pretty old, right? Yeah. But yeah. so does um, Mr. Whatever, Luke. He's got <laughs> early onset dementia. Mm, Actually, he's got CTE. It. He's got brain damage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, just like yeah. me. Oh, we forgot to mention the, the cool thing that they take with the Halloween town. The headphones. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's not a cell phone. <laughs> it's, it's little shrunken heads that they use to communicate between realms. And they're called headphones. Yeah, because they're heads. They Although, cool. why would they compare them to cell phones when they're much more like walkie-talkies? Like, yeah. They're literally just walkie-talkies. Yeah, you don't have to dial anything. You just speak into it, and the head's like, meh, meh, meh. Yeah, you speak into the ear, and it just speaks with its mouth. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I wish I had one of those. Yeah, I wish I had like a little like sharper image gadget that just worked like that. Do you think that's a prop that we can find? Like, I imagine most of the props from these things are you know locked away. But well, now I, now I know what to get you and your wife as a wedding gift. Yeah. Headphones. Headphones. I would love that. Or yeah. a sack of frogs. <laughs> I'd like the sack of frogs. Yeah, why, why not both? Why not both? Kate would, Kate would really benefit from a sack of frogs because you, you do so many things that need sacks of frogs. I need so many frogs. Yeah. And one convenient sack to hold them all in. <laughs> you guys do have a b- rabid fly infestation. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't want to take away from Tony and Silly eating the flies. I don't mm. know. Maybe that's a bad idea. 
Actually, no, that's our roommates. <laughs> roommates and children. They don't pay rent. They just eat flies and rub their butt on the carpet. Uh, what were we talking about again? Aggie and Gort. She's uh, gray. The gray. Oh, well, no, no. After that, um, it's very apparent now that uh, they're fucked. Luke and, and Marnie, they're just, they need help. Right. And they take the headphones and they call the younger siblings. And uh, the youngest one decides she wants to go. And um, Sophie's the goat, honestly. Uh, yeah. In the first movie, too. Yeah. She's the only one that knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And everybody just underestimates her. Also, yeah. parallel to the first movie, in this movie at the beginning, she tells Aggie, someone's coming, and guess who came into the house? Oh, yeah. It she's, was Cal. She's again. The, she's the only one that can sense evil. Well, Aggie, yeah. too. She feels it. Does she? Yeah. Because she oh, said, okay. oh, yeah, I kind of feel that, too. Hmm. Yeah, she's lying. She's <laughs> bullshitting. She <laughs> just doesn't like, want to get oh, shown totally. up by a child. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh there. yeah. I, I felt <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. So then the little girl's getting ready to go to uh, Halloween Town. <laughs> I almost called it Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting ready to go to Halloween Town, and the boy is like, someone's got to be here to water the plants when they take you all away. Yeah, What? what was that? He was just not optimistic that they'd uh, all survive. Dylan's such a goober. Totally. Yeah. He and the mother, yeah. they're both just like, no, the magic, the, you know, things couldn't possibly be going wrong. What? Magic is being used for evil? There must be a logical explanation okay. for all this. But I did feel really bad for him in this movie because he consistently struck out with every single girl that yeah. he talked to. Yeah. And they were really mean to him. Yeah, they were. Props to him for trying, though. Like, I, I, I remember being a middle school boy, you know, trying to put myself out there and, you know, swinging a miss every single time. So uh, good for him. You know, he's, he's, he's in the game. They called him later in the movie. They called him El Geeko. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. So there, there's, there's a lot to talk about there to get there because... When Sophie and Dylan realize they have to go to the Halloween dance, Sophie's like, let's get you a costume, because Dylan's obviously not participating in Halloween. And he's like, where am I going to find a costume at this hour? And they point to a decoration of a skeleton in like a, a sombrero and poncho, and he's like, no. But obviously, next scene, he's wearing it. Now, question for all of you. Did Dylan refuse to dress as a mariachi guy because he is racist, or because he's just so woke that he understands the implications of dressing as an ethnic trope for humor. The Riddle- latter. Yeah, I would hope so. But you really don't know. Um, I mean, if anybody's racist in this movie, it's uh, Gwen. She's definitely racist. You're racist against oh, yeah. witches and warlocks. Yeah. Uh, and Halloween Town, the entirety of it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And and other races. I'm just throwing it out there. She's racist. <laughs> it's it's not written in the movie, but she's racist. Uh, no, when they did the casting, they said uh Gwen is a forty year old racist woman <laughs> <laughs> from Halloween Town. Racist single mother. Racist single mother, yes. <laughs> that, that it was in the casting call and Judith Hogue was like, Oh my god, I can do that perfectly. Oh my god. We're not saying that Judith Hogue is racist. Oh, We're no, no, saying no, no, that no, no, Gwen is racist. Yeah, no, Judith, I know you're out there listening. We adore you. You did a great job playing a racist single mother. <laughs> Your acting chops are solid. Nice job. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know who Dylan the Kid looks like? Pruane 2 Forever. The who? kid from YouTube that hung out with 50 Cent when he was like, Oh, oh my YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He does. Yeah, I forgot all about him. Wow. But yeah, that's that's definitely what he looks like. 
Uh, but they, they, uh, Dylan and Sophie take a broom. They take a broom to the dance, and uh, I feel like that's way later in the movie. Aren't there other things that happen? Oh, yeah, oh. the time travel. Oh, so, wait, yeah. I forgot <sighs> Cal locked them in Gort's house. Oh, right, so Cal yeah. locked them in Gort's house, and that's when Marnie and Luke... We're back to Marnie and Luke now. We're back to the A-plot. That's where they're like, yeah, uh, we're, uh, we're kind of fucked. But then they start using a time travel spell. Now... Any movie that utilizes time travel, you got to do it well. Most of them don't, you know? like Including this one. It, yeah. Absolutely. This, this is, is no among exception. the worst. Okay, yeah. <laughs> one more thing. I know we have to go back to the time travel, but we also have to talk about when Cal locks them in Gort's house, he reveals his alternate plan for the humans that, you know, the opposite plan for humans. And, yeah, uh, yeah, for to turn the humans into creatures. Does he reveal right. it, or does the uh, the grandma, she realizes, she's like, oh, nah. there was a spell. Nah, but yeah, I don't know. So, but the spell was uh, to turn, it, it was back when humans were making fun of the monsters and ghouls, it was, it permanently turns them into whatever monster they're dressed up as. Yeah, but here here's something interesting to think about. Um... This is Aggie's spell book. Mm-hmm. It, it's implied that Aggie wrote all of these spells. Why'd she write that one? I thought she was all about peace between humans I and, and this was magic just kind. Handed down to her. I didn't think that she wrote the spells. I thought. I thought. I, it seemed to to be that she wrote them. Yeah, I'm. Because she I'm said on she, the Rotom train too. Right. Be, uh, it, it just seems that because like some because like. Cal has his own spells in his family, and she's got her own. Um, and the Cromwell family. Yeah, she but she's all start the Cromwell family. Right, but she's been around for like hundreds of years. I thought I thought they explained this. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We're gonna pause and we're gonna f- finish watching the movie, and then we're gonna <laughs> unpause. Okay. Are you ready? One, two, three. Oh, so that's how they did it. Yeah, but we're not going to share it with any of you. No, we're we're enlightened now. We all understand, and that was a very very good pause. Thank you, Ryan, for suggesting that. Hey, it's my pleasure. If you listen closely, you'll hear that we never actually paused to begin with. So, <laughs> don't spoil the surprise. So, one thing that um, Aggie points out is that stealing a spellbook violates the code of Merlin. So yeah. that opens, you know, there there are laws here that have been violated, but who's enforcing them? Her, it seems probably. Like, yeah, yeah, but nobody else. If she's the only one enforcing them, this is a terrible system. Well, there are other well, witches. We don't know the government structure of witches in Halloween Town. Then why even bring up the Code of Merlin, <laughs> no, to be see, honest? Think I, about it. When a, when a cop kills somebody, right, they don't get in trouble for it. It's the same thing as this. Mm. Oh. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Suspicion confirmed. I love it when he does that. <laughs> I gave you guys a little taste of something. Um, you're, saying, you're saying she uh, is the one who enforces, like she's judge and jury in this, right? But um, Cal is is a, a cop, so this really should have gone to you know witch trial. Yeah, not a witch trial not like in witch. history. Not like a Salem, <laughs> yeah, no, not but. like you know seeing throwing them in the ocean and seeing if they survive. See, I think it should have gone to one of those, actually. Yeah, you know, exactly. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Feed everybody a, a bunch of fermented grain, and then <laughs> they get sick in the head, they can't stop dancing, and the next thing you know, they get thrown in the lake. It would be very <laughs> a very interesting twist. Uh, burn the witch, Radiohead. 
But yeah, if there were some sort of like, you know, trial where, where Cal got any, you know, comeuppance or his just desserts, I think that would have been cool. Or just to see, you know, like Aurors in Harry Potter, just like anybody oh. who is enforcing the laws and hunting out dark magic. But mm. I'm Hufflepuff. I'm Hufflepuff. Are you a Hufflepuff? Or Ravenclaw. I don't know. What is every, I don't know what everybody is here. Ravenclaw. I thought I was a Ravenclaw. I think I'm more of a... I'm I'm a I'm a I draw a Dude, hard line between Gryffindor and Slytherin. You're you're fucking Gryffindor. Don't kid yourself. Yeah, I guess so, but I mean, if you if you say so, I'm inclined to believe you. Which ones are the smart nerdy ones? That's Ravenclaw. That's Brandon. See, <laughs> see, like I get a lot of different sides. I've I've heard many different things. I, I was just bullshitting. I don't know. That, Whatever. I think it's, it's the first Harry Potter reference we made on this podcast. Maybe. Hey, listeners, if you know what house you think I belong to. Don't tell me. Ha ha ha. No, email us. Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. Hold I want to hear your opinion. I got the sorting helmet right here. Okay, Ryan's got a helmet. And it says you're a dweeb. Ah, oh, yeah, you know what? That's it. true. The sorting helmet has a real a real mean streak. The helmet doesn't lie though. That's true. I am a big dweeb. <laughs> what were we talking about in this movie? Oh, um uh, the time travel. So the time travel starts happening. And you know, they they go. They go back five minutes, and then they go back a million years, and then they go to the place where they're trying to go. So they're trying to go back a couple years to when Gort wasn't all gray, so they can find the spell book that was lost there. Well, that he sold. Right. Well, they did. Oh, no, no, no. Because he, he, he told them then when they go back, he said, I sold it 50 years ago. But, but Which is why, like, why don't they just go back 50 I, years ago? I think what he said is that he was like, oh, I had a bunch of junk. I sold it in a yard sale. Mm-hmm. But what they find out is that he sold it previous to that. Yeah. But he was saying, like, I sold all my stuff besides his books that were, like, 18 types of rice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just had, like, the blandest books. It oh, was 100 like, recipes for tapioca. 100 recipes for tapioca, <laughs> oh, I yeah. I wrote that down. I would read that book. Techniques I'm for yeah. clipping your toenails. That was one, yeah. I could use that. Do you go from the outside in or the inside out? How many clips do you do per toe? What kind of nail clipper do you use? You know what? That's a useful book. Mm. I just let them get really ingrown. <laughs> and then rip them strategy. out. But yeah. Um, oh, okay. So they do actually explain why they don't just go back in time again. <laughs> because when you put something down in Gort's house and you lose it, it disappears forever. And yeah. that's how they lost their um, Time Welsh spell. spell. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of different languages of spells. There's Welsh. There's there's Latin. There's um, English. There's French. English. There's French. There's German, I think. I believe the mother, when the mother breaks down the golem, I believe that's German or yep. something similar. So, yeah, they, they just know so many languages. This is yeah. Yiddish erasure. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you schmuck. So one fucking schlamazel. You're sugarna. So one thing that they kind of gloss over is that you can read spells in different languages. So the the spell to turn humans into creatures was written in the book in French. Oh yeah. And I paused the the movie and I and I translated it. And then like two minutes later, he says it in English and he says exactly what I translated. So good on first of all, good translation skills in 2001. They didn't have Google Translate, so they actually just did it and it worked. Brendan, how do you think people like took? Language classes. Oh, they didn't. No. School Language things. classes yeah. didn't exist before Google Translate. It was impossible to learn before the World Wide Web. <laughs> yeah. Which is not spiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not spiders. Oh, no wait, spiders. really? Yeah, no, it's not spiders. And uh, computers have a back door. 
Oh, and yeah. Marnie loves hacking. Loves yeah. hacking. <laughs> she knows all about hacking. That is my favorite trope in all these movies. Any, It was back when it was plausible that someone would misunderstand a computer. Right. That, like, Marnie's peer would misunderstand it. Or Mar- but the, to be fair, he lived in Halloween Town. Did they even have, like, electricity oh, that's true. there? Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. They just got Minecraft in Halloween Town. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them, though. They're loving it. But before we get into the movie... We're called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. Ryan, 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 <clears throat> Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Ryan. Taking a drink break. I need to I need to go. Yeah, go lay down, Ryan. All right. Anyway, um, what else happened in the movie? So, oh, right. So when they thought all hope was lost and they lost the, the, the what's it called? The, um... The, the time travel paper. spell. And they're like, oh, well, this is it. Um, this is when Luke and Marnie figure out how to reverse that spell. The, the gray spell. And Luke is like, wait, you turned me back to normal. You must have said a spell. So then they start going through exactly what Marnie said. And they figure out, wait. You said trap uh that's <laughs> apart backwards. Oh that must God. be the spell. Yeah. And and how apart was the spell the the the, mm-hmm. the ways? Spell. Yeah. Oh my god. They're they're really reaching. What does that have to do with turning people gray and boring? Apart. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, um All the trap uh Whoa. <laughs> I feel nauseous. Apart. <laughs> uh, well, I should probably take milk of magnesia. Drop it. Don't worry, do I got a garbage please. can for you here. Oh my god, guys. it's so painful. <laughs> guys, what did I tell you about casting spells in the studio? It's a big no-no. It's up on the wall. Yeah, we have rule it. number one: Matt Harvium Leviolosa. Yeah, that was it, Ryan. Now, now James needs Tommy John surgery <laughs> and thoracic outlet surgery, <laughs> and, and he's going to go four and ten. Okay, okay, we're we're getting dangerously close to talking Trappa. about baseballs. To apart, I Trappa. love baseball. Apart. <laughs> I'm a human. Baseball is cool. I saw the baseball man hit the baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Humans do love baseball. You know, big missed opportunity to have a Halloween type sport in this movie. You or know? more basketball. Or more basketball. Yeah, no basketball in this no, one. But there was basketball in Halloween Town. The bunch of cat people. The cat people playing oh, basketball. Yeah. yeah. No no basketball in this one. No sports at all. No oh, school. Well. Yeah, no school. Except school dance. Well, yeah, there was a school yeah. dance, but that's about it. All right. Um let's let's just get to the end of this movie. Um, and the end of the movie is straight trash. Um, so the Cal is, the portal's closing. The portal, it's like, you know, they only have four hours of real time, which also seem to be like four hours of Halloween Town time, even though they've very clearly clarified that time doesn't work the same way in both yeah, of the realms. they said like a hundred years in Halloween Town is like a year. Which, in- yeah. which also means that their grandma has been gone from Halloween Town for a hundred years. Yeah, do they, okay, uh, do they remember the her? they said it was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So 200 so years. So 200, 200 years. years. She's just been gone. What do you think happened in that one year that they didn't go back? Does someone take care of her house? That's a good question. Yeah, everything looked fine when they got back. Well, actually, it was all gray, so we don't uh, know what it really looked well, like. Well, uh, I think once uh, Amelia got her new shoes... <laughs> Trappa. 
I wasn't. Uh. <laughs> Ryan wasn't in a spell. That's just how Ryan oh, is. Oh, sorry, not, sorry, sorry. Whoops. Not not into any of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you think anything notable happened in that one Halloween that no one was around? Do you think Aggie like? You, oh, that's probably when the ogre with the flatulence problem came up. Oh, that's stinky. when Stinky showed up. Well, I thought he was supposed to be back when you know in the human realm because she was there. Da, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll never know. So the portal. Um, right when Marnie, um, makes everything okay and she fixes her grandma and, you know, things are starting to go right, the portal closes. Uh, it hits midnight and that's when the portal closes between Halloween Town and the Mortal Realm and they can't get through. Very convenient, by the way. The portal has a big timer on (laughs) it. Nice clock so we know exactly how long. Counts down from four hours. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But anyway... Four. No, 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 no. It started at 60. How many Halloween parties have we all, have any of you been to? Listeners and people in the studio alike, where at 11.59, you count down from 60 (laughs) until it gets to midnight. That's not a Halloween thing. You can't even do that at New Year's from 60. Yeah. No, I've been to a few, but they've all been during the winter, and nobody's (laughs) really dressed in a scary costume. (laughs) And. The, the glasses, right? They're all wearing the glasses. There's a big shiny Noise ball. makers. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's Hanukkah. No, no, that's oh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ha- no, they sound so similar. Hanukkah. You know, no, no, that's, that's you count Halloween. down and then you scream um, Mazel Tov and then you light the candles. <laughs> yeah, and then you flip the calendar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Halloween. Because <laughs> it's the no Jewish way. calendar. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's the way it works. To all our listeners out there, um, happy Purim. Mm-hmm. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Shanatova. I, I have to go. All right. Bye. The portal closes. Um, in the mortal realm, Cal reads a spell and turns everybody into creatures. Did all of you notice that the announcer in Hall in the at the Halloween party was a minion? He yes. had like yep. a yellow and he had one eyes mask. all over his. He was a minion. Suit. He was a mim mim, a wacky tic tac. <laughs> he loved banana. 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 I hate minions. Let it be known. I really hate minions. I love Banana. Blech. Banana. Kevin. So, so I love Kevin. Cal turns Mark, everyone. <laughs> John. Luke. <laughs> Matthew. The minions. <laughs> oh, my God. Minions Disney Channel. Bible. <laughs> Bible power. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, I get one once in a while. <laughs> the mortals all get turned into creatures. Um, I do give credit to the, um, the, 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 the costume designers because the mom's costume looked great. Yeah. Yes. Very scary. However, there were so many other people in that room that a did not change i saw a chicken yeah. who was just in a chicken suit <laughs> afterwards <laughs> i saw like a fairy who just had you know stuck on fairy wings that looked nothing like they tried but you see the thing about that chicken he turned into a guy <laughs> in a chicken suit, chicken suit and he can't take it off he's forever wearing <laughs> yeah. it now and he's like oh this is mildly inconvenient <laughs> what? i have to pee in this <laughs> now i wasn't looking and then one girl Bust have been a vampire, and she just yells, I can't take my teeth out, oh, which you shouldn't be able to take your teeth Cindy. out. Yeah. <laughs> that was the girl that turned down Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? And she was also like, I'm thirsty, but it wasn't like, I'm thirsty for blood. She was just like, I'm, I'm thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> Hi, thirsty. I'm dad. Nah, she's thirsty for Dylan. She changed yeah. her mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
the people that dress as humans, it's like a little loophole. You don't get turned into yeah, anything. Yeah, and then they're just like yeah. their same selves. I think yeah. I saw like a, a cowboy. Well, Sophie was a cowboy, cowboy. and she, she just Dylan was a Mexican. He, he should have turned he into. Oh he, they should have just put in a, a a Mexican actor and him be like, "Oh, I caramba!" Oh my god, <laughs> Disney Channel. So there was they I will not understand this. This is a Disney movie. There was no one this is a a world in which no one dresses for Halloween as anything pop culture. It was all oh, like yeah. a, mm. a nondescript monster. Minions are pop culture. Mm. But that, I, they could have dressed as dressed as Disney characters. That's true. But I do think one person was dressed as Britney Spears. Oh, oh, the girl with the pink. Right. So the... once everybody turns back to oh, normal, Cindy's friend. Yeah, is, uh, yeah, that's her name. Um, she just walks <laughs> up to Cindy. Cindy's friend. Cindy's yeah, Cindy's friend. friend. Yes. And she looks. I'm pretty sure she's Britney Spears. Like for a second, I was like, "Wait, that isn't." <laughs> no, and it was not. Absolutely not. But I, it could have been. Um, Hit but me, baby. One, one more, more time. time. My loneliness. Okay, moving on. So everybody gets turned into creatures. And Marnie's like, what are we going to do? The portal's closed. And then Marnie's like, well, what if we just try to open it? What if we just hack into the portal and get in that way? What if we all just simultaneously know the same spell and we all just <laughs> say it? At that the was my same well, she said it into it. the headphone, isn't she? Oh, yeah, but they all. But a spell oh. that I just made up right now. <laughs> yeah. And they all knew it. It's so strange. It- if you believe it, it'll happen. That sure. was established in the first movie, though, that they all just held hands and, like, killed Calabar. Yeah, but that was... I feel like that was different. Like, that was them casting, like, an yeah, actual spell. Also, <laughs> I imagine the portal thing is part of the Code of Merlin, which means, by opening the portal, they broke the Code they of Merlin, that. too. They yeah. said that they broke the Code of Merlin. Oh, man. There's really no consequences to anyone's actions. No. Especially because, that. okay, they open the portal, and then Cal, who has clearly established himself as a powerful wizard, just goes, no, <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> Very similar to the first Halloween Town where, you know, Rob Thomas just stands there, you know, just... Yeah. Just singing unwell and not actually, you know, performing any spells to to stop them from doing these things. And it's just like the movie Halloween (laughs) Town 2. Yeah, there you go. See, you got it. Thank you. And, um, yeah, Cal doesn't really do anything to stop them. He he literally says, you want to take the spell books? Go ahead. And he holds them out in front of him, but he's like, but be careful. I have evil magic. Yeah, but which is crazy because they just opened a portal into like between the human and Halloween Town worlds, and he's like, "You'll never be able to do this." And clearly, there's four of there's four yeah. five of them. There, he's outnumbered, and he's like, "Only this," and they're all like, "No, let him let him do it." He like could have you got served. He could have turned them all gray, like right there. Yeah, yeah but now what they could know they have the done to stop to that? Do, uh, to they can't. They can't cast it back if they're you know turned into gray spell. Mm-hmm. Aggie couldn't do it. It's true. Their minds just go. The the, the dementia sets in fast. Yeah. Yes. Bad. Yes, indeed. Well, it didn't <laughs> for Aggie. I can she relate. started there. turning gray very. Well, that's slowly. because Alert she was in Halloween Town. The spell wasn't cast on her. Mm. We saw that as soon as Marnie started casting the spell, that it just happened. I also think it's important to note that in this Halloween Town world, casting a spell is nothing more than just knowing the word and wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah, it's that's just it. about wishing. Yeah, that's 
what they say. That's all magic is. You but like, then what? It, but then why does Marnie ever have to do training? Like, what training is there? Is it just memorizing words? Is that the only training that you have to do as a witch? Yeah, but even her grandma doesn't know, remember them. Yeah. So what is she doing? Uh, just I don't know. Don't oh, question it. As evidenced by the time travel uh, spell, just say it again. Yeah, just She's say it, but socks. differently. Mm-hmm. Th- ha- hold something in your mind and say it, and it works. <sighs> but obviously, the um, they get the uh, <laughs> obviously they get the spell books back, and then Cal. They don't do anything to Cal. He, he just, just screams and disappears they into a black books. hole. They yeah. take the books, yeah, and but he, he just, doesn't die. He, oh, just... he deflates like a balloon and yeah. goes. <laughs> and Luke even just says like, "He'll be back." <laughs> yeah, he's like, right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh well, and then and then that's. That's just kind of it, I guess. Because there's it. no repercussions for evil in these movies. No. They just go away, and you're like, all right, well, that sucked. But They're that gone. good now. The way, but they, when they said the spell backwards, though, it was really... This was like a long scene. They were really... Uh, Debbie Reynolds was speaking French, and they just played it backwards like Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. 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 It was like, like crazy. Like, you could tell. She was like, yes, we have to... Yeah, and then you could tell that they acted it backwards because mm-hmm. when she looked up and smiled, it was way too rapid. It was like, look, smile. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was pretty great. Um, but yeah, uh, all the people, all the humans, all the new creatures turn back to humans as they were supposed to be. Then they go to Halloween Town and they turn all the humans back to creatures. Mm-hmm. Did Did anybody notice that this definitely wasn't filmed in... The original Halloween Town, no, like it was very not. clearly a yeah. small set. Oh, so different. there were no like roads. Everything was a very tight space. Yeah. Like it yeah. was not Halloween. If Town. that crane went up like two more feet, you would have saw the four hundred five or yes. whatever <laughs> the, the, the Die Valley Parkway in Toronto. Thank yes. you. <laughs> also, I really appreciated or did not appreciate how they went back and forth between shooting in like grayscale with a color filter and then just painting people yes. gray. Yeah, <laughs> but not their hair, just their faces. Yep. Yeah. It was it was very weird. And then whenever they spoke, you could see the insides of their <laughs> mouths are just, you know, pink. <laughs> they really could have done better than that. Oh, well. But um, before we get into the movie. <laughs> Ryan, where have you been? Ryan, what year is it? I want to play a game. Okay. It's called the DCOM F-Bomb. Oh, that's a great game. Tell us how we play, Ryan. Uh, so you insert the word fuck into the Disney movie. Ah, like a PG-13 movie. Uh, thank you get you. one. You invented the game, so you're better at explaining. Oh, thanks. But you've done it every single time I have. But yeah, if this was a PG-13 movie, you'd get one F-bomb. Where do you put it and why? Um, you want to start, Ryan? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> it would have been in the scene where they all turned into monsters in their costumes. And the guy who said, where's my other eye? Would have been, <laughs> where the fuck is my other eye? <laughs> that's like a really that. disturbing thing to have yeah. happen. Yeah. You, you suddenly lose all your depth perception. Yeah. Crazy. I like that. My decom F-bomb would have been at one point where they're in Grey Gort's house and he's just sitting there sorting socks and he'd be just like, yo, fuck, these don't match. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so when um, Sophie, the younger sister, says that uh, it's a, the sack of frogs is a sack of frogs, um, Dylan goes, I'm not doing anything just because you think someone's dad's a reptile. And she goes, frogs are amphibians. She should have said, frogs are fucking amphibians. <laughs> or she says, frogs are amphibians. And he's like, oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so uh, I don't have a, a perfect one. However, um, when they have to figure out Dylan's password for something, I don't remember what it was, but it's oh iron buns. And oh. Debbie Reynolds as Aggie just goes fucking iron buns. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been great. Iron, iron buns. buns. Yeah. Why did he choose iron buns? Is Dylan gay? Did we talk about this last time? Uh, I he's clearly. He I mean, he's he's putting himself out there, so probably not. Maybe. But iron buns. Iron that's think very. That's homoerotic. You don't buns. describe women with iron. No, buns. he no, wants his he own wants, iron buns. He wants to be a hunk. I guess so. He wants to be Cal or. Luke the handsome goblin. But why make that a password? Like every one of us in our lives has made a password, a person we had a crush on. No. Every, all of us. No. That's no. Not true. What? Truly, truly not. <laughs> Just you, Brandon. Truly You're on not. the wrong show. That's bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> I, say, I could say that 100% honestly. The only, reason, the only reason none of you are admitting to this is because your passwords are still the people <laughs> that you have crushes on. And I'm going to hack into your systems. I mean, a past pet, I have a crush on a past pet. Oh, sure. Mm, I have yeah. past pets. That's my password. I've never had a crush. Oh, Okay. Would like the orange soda, it? they're they're not as good as Fanta, but they're good. I got my spine. I got my orange crush. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that well, I, I've had a crush on Michael Stipe, but we'll save that for another day. Mm. Okay. Um, decom Dad Hour. There's really only one Decom Dad in this whole movie, and the sack he, of frogs. He, he turns out to be a golem <laughs> created by Cal, and he's made of frogs. So to there you go. To be fair, he's very nice. He is a nice I give pile him, of frogs. I give him a C. <laughs> so better than some dads, because he didn't do anything egregious other than, you know, aggressively hit on a woman. Oh but she did reciprocate, so that's okay. And they were of the same age. Yeah. He did eat a fly in front of her, though, so he loses points for that. And Although he does say, or when she says, oh, you're not human, he says, nobody's perfect. Yeah, yeah like that's that. true. Which he is from Some Like It Hot. He aggressively turns into frogs. Yeah, that's. I actually think he gains points for that for for (laughs) For being being so good at passing as a human, despite being a sack of frogs. He's he's a C in my book. He is several. The craziest thing is that he is several frogs working together to act (laughs) out a plan. He is a neural network of frogs. (laughs) It's amazing. That's true. The, ma- the true feat of this movie. That yeah. bumps him up in my book. I give him at least a B minus. Okay. I'll give sure. him a B minus. Well, sorry. I give them a B minus. <laughs> they, right. yeah. they are collectively <laughs> better dads than the Johnny Tsunami dad. Better than the dad in Double Teamed. Better than a yeah. lot of dads that Not we've talked about. Wendy Wu. Dads, though. Then which dad? Cadet Kelly dads. That's true. Uh, no one beats two dads. No, yeah. <laughs> on, on three. One, two, three. Two, two dads. dads. Oh, yeah. That was nice. Anything else about this movie before we rate it? I could, I could talk a lot about yes. this movie. There's yes, so I have something. Yeah. But before we get into the movie... <laughs> Damn it, Ryan. We're called the tipsy panel for a reason. Ugh, um, okay. No, no, I have something. Okay. Um, the actress who played Astrid, nobody's going to guess her name. I, I looked it up, so I'm Is not going to play. Astrid? No. No. <laughs> My name... My name is Xantha Riley. Oh, that's wow. Xantha. That's a good Xantha with an X. I'm from, yeah, I'm from Zanzas City. Lil <laughs> <laughs> Zan. Yeah, exactly. No, it's like someone, it's like someone tweeted her name out indiscriminately. 
I actually had a list of um, my favorite names from the credits, and she was in the top five. I have a top five. Let's hear so it. So there, there was her, Xantha Riley. Uh, the, the UPM of this movie is named Lynn Bestplug. <laughs> Whoa. Can you spell that? Yeah, B-E-S-P-F-L-U-G. Bestplug. Bestplug? <laughs> yes, the unit Whoa. production manager of this movie. It was... sounds like you have a stuffy nose when you say that. <laughs> my name is Lynn Bestplug. Best yeah, there's no <laughs> way to say that. Uh, the art director is named Michael Diner. <laughs> uh, the key grip is Dillard John Brinson. <laughs> no way. No, that's no. a Tim and Eric. Yeah, I was gonna say no. Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim <laughs> made that name up. Dillard John Brinson, and and one of the re-recording mixers is Elmo Pons Dominic. <laughs> I didn't even get through that name before I laughed too hard to hear it. Can you say it again? Yes, Elmo Pons Dominic. (laughs) It's truly incredible. What was his job on the movie? The re recording mixer. So I guess the guy that did ADR. Elmo Pons Dominic. (laughs) Also worth noting that that as um you know, as I'm watching the credits to do this, this lovely song is playing in the background. Oh yeah. Yes, this song. It is truly a win. Santa Riley, Elmo <laughs> Ponce Dominic in Halloween Town 2. This is just an NSYNC song. It's it not is. actually, but it is. Total ripoff. Who's the artist? Uh, Casper. I, I, his name's David Casper. Um, so the music was done by Mark Mothersbaugh, which is great. Um, On this movie? Did, yeah. We're not yeah. men. So anything that's We're just Devo. like background music is, yeah, Mr. Devo himself. Um, Prolific. But yeah, and then Stanley A. Smith, who does like Hannah Montana and Camp Rock and all those, he did like a couple songs. And then this is David Casper. I actually don't have any other information about David Casper, but if I'm really quick with my typing, I might be able to find something. He, um, well, not he, but this song, actually, you can Shazam it. Yeah, no, I did, and Casper comes up. Um, the, the first David Casper I get is an American football player um, who was nicknamed the Ghost. So it could be him, but I don't think so. You guys grew up listening to American football. These capos must be yours. <laughs> One of the things he said is an ingredient for the spell is a thread from a vampire suit. I don't think they wear suits. Sure they do. Zoot suits. Under the capes? Did you say vampires? Of course they wear suits. Well, they wear capes. Do vampires yeah, wear suits? but they also suits? have bow ties, and they have like a nice... Oh, uh, do vampires have bow ties? Suit. I think they do like an unbuttoned white shirt. I thought they did bow ties, and also their nice like uh, suit with long lapels, you know? Okay, a, a quick search of Nosferatu shows me that he does wear some sort of Victorian suit, like a Victorian jacket, but there's no tie. But I don't think with a Victorian jacket you would wear a tie anyway. I think that's that's later. Was it like know. a smoking jacket? I don't know how to describe it. It's got it's one of those like long jackets that has like buttons that go across both uh, sides. Like a military jacket? Yeah, Maybe? yeah. Bella Lugosi. Maybe I'm wrong because in I'm looking at images from Interview with a Vampire, which if you guys have never seen them, look them up. Uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Matt Damon, Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise! Right, are I'm sorry. Very pale and just staring. <laughs> uh, but they're wearing like, um, like old timey French suits. Oh, with the cravats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very thick necks on these boys. But okay. suits nonetheless. Bad, Two C's for bad that. Bad All right, let's uh, let's let's write this movie. I think it's time to write the movie. Who wants to go first? Ryan, go ahead. So. 
to me, this whole movie was just a series of plot devices to advance the plot, but there was no plot. When you have a series of plot devices, there's no room for the plot. The whole <laughs> the whole thing with Gort, the portal, the spell book, the the sack of frogs. I mean, I, I could go on and on. Um and, and there were plenty. We poked so many holes in the plot throughout this movie. Yeah. I feel like we poked more holes than than average. Um, and this movie pales in comparison to the first Halloween Town. Um, the only thing I really like doing is shitting on it. So <laughs> it's no surprise here. I give it a thumbs down. Okay. Thumbs way down. It, it, mm. it was pretty bad. It, and in fact, I watched this one on double speed and I was glad. Because oh, wow. I, I, I needed to get through it twice as fast. Okay. Bad, 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 bad. Bad, bad, not good. Kate, would you like to go next? Okay. <laughs> I enjoy Halloween Town. It's just thumbs up. That's it. That's it? Just thumbs up. <laughs> no reason? Just you like Halloween Town? Well, you know, I grew up with it, and I like the first one, but I like this one. I like the next one. Apart. I can't remember which way it goes. Oh, okay, that's the right. Got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still like this one. <laughs> uh, okay. Trapper. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> and you still like the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spells make you throw up, everybody. Um, so I also grew up with Halloween Town. Um, and I do love the first movie. Um, this one didn't really do it for me. Um, it, everything Ryan said is right on point. Um, I also like... there. There's very little... All, it's very clear to me that everything is just a bunch of different sets. Like the, the, the main square of Halloween town is just like a set that they shot on for a day and the house, they're like in it for a day. And then, um, the, you know, Gort's house is just like there, like nothing really feels connected. You don't even, you don't get much like sense of, I guess, how do I say this? Nothing really meshes together. It's just a series of just random rooms and it didn't feel like a cohesive movie. I, I give it a thumbs down. And just to piggyback off of what you said before we get the, uh, you know, possible tying vote here. Um, yeah, I think that that line where uh, Cal asks Marnie to the dance again. Mm-hmm. I think that really shows like yeah. <laughs> how cohesive this film was as, as, a, as a whole product. Yeah. And uh, the script, he should have caught that one. Elmo... Should have caught it. Um, yeah, I. Uh, so I, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm actually just not a Halloween fan. Really? Like I'm not. I'm just not into it. Well, this month is going to be pretty annoying for you. It's my least favorite month of the year. Oh, not a joke. Wow. I like You're the a weather. Regular Dylan. Really? Yeah, I'm wow. a regular Dylan. So I identify with him, and. Uh, I also have I want iron buns. <laughs> um but yeah, everything you guys said, the the campiness, also like they made this a sequel presumably because this is the the series they made the most of. Yeah. Oh. And this is no, this is worse than the first one. They like made the f- it looks worse. Yeah, it does. Uh the first one was just full of just lots of rubber masks and this was they just reused masks. Mm-hmm. Um the plot holes they spent so long in gort's place yeah uh yeah i did i liked poking holes in this one but to like i like it now that we're talking about it but actually watching it thumbs down Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, dude, I we didn't even talk about that, but yeah, in the first movie, there's so many fun characters. Like there's yeah. the um, there's the werewolf barber, yep. and and there's the ghost, and and, the- and Benny, who is Benny. who is hilarious. And in this movie, you get none of that. You yeah. just get Gord. Even Benny is the worst because he turns into a human and is terrible and slow and yes. doesn't <laughs> understand jokes. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Poor Benny. It's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, there there you have it, folks. Uh, Halloween oh. Town 2 is largely a thumbs down. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Now seeing this movie and having the year to reflect on all the terrible decoms that you've seen, uh, would you guys still rate Halloween Town, the original, as thumbs down? Because James and Ryan both rated it thumbs down. Mm. We rated it thumbs up. Yes, we did. That's a great question. (sighs) What do you guys think? I don't Uh, know. You might have to go back and watch it. I mean, I got my notes here even. Compared to this one, it's so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that's like comparing uh, a a duty to a puke. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just don't. I don't see either of them as being good. Maybe it feels uh, good when they get out. I also, I also think that you know, a, a decom experience is 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 singular, especially for yeah. what we're doing. Like we do often talk about the other ones in relation, but you know, they went into it not having seen many, and that was you know their their experience. Well, uh, is this the first sequel that we've done? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Be- yeah. I'll yeah, also yeah. say, with a lot of there, like I don't, I haven't crunched the numbers on this, but there's no, I don't know how many decoms have sequels at all. Like this well, for me in the first Halloween Town, like we went deep enough in this well. Like I get the world, it's we get it. This <laughs> was just like a rehashing. Like we're going back to Halloween Town where all those people in rubber masks are. Like we saw it mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. So I feel like if you're gonna watch one of the two we've seen. I would say watch the first one because it's more they had to do that work of getting you into Halloween Town. And here it was just like showing you more of Halloween Town. Right. Yeah. I felt like this uh, Halloween Town 2, it didn't need to be an hour and 20 minutes. Like it could have been, you know, a 30 minute sequel or something. Could have been like a web comic. <laughs> like a cyanide happiness. Could have been a Vine or a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay, so TikTok, please. I, I, I did a quick Google, and for those of you wondering, the answer to James's question is something like this. Um, in, before High School Musical, there were three series. There were three, f- you know, DCOM franchises. There was Halloween Town, which came out in 99. There was Xenon, which mm-hmm. came out in 99. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Halloween Town came in 98. Xenon was 99. And then there was The Cheetah Girls, which came out in 2003. And each of those had at least three movies. Oh my each of those were trilogies God. or more. We're going to watch them all. Oh, my God. As of High School God. Musical, you've got, you've got High School oh, Musical. You get Descendants. You get a sequel to Johnny Tsunami. Yes. Um, you get all the Descendants. Oh. You get Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2. Um, you get... Uh, what else do you get? Um, Team Beach Movie and Team Beach Movie 2. Oh, my God. Um, so... I think they're leaning more towards trying to franchise now because they don't make as many of them. I have a headache. The, but like <laughs> but like my thing is like I get why they would franchise it and and put more out there, but I've already seen Halloween Town. Like I get <laughs> I I get Halloween Town after number 1. Well, yeah. you still got And, there, two and there's more. now at this point two more left. Right. They're going to high school in one and Calabar's probably coming back. Fun, 
I, I'm sure. I'm sure they're fun. Like I'm gonna no enjoy spoilers. talking about no them. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, I, I mean, I enjoy Halloween, Halloween Town High. I think you, I think you guys, Ryan and James, you're gonna fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's, it's just, I, I, I don't want to say anything. We'll, we'll talk about it next year. Uh, <sighs> thank you so much to our listeners for out there. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. And <laughs> thank you, Kate, for joining us. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for having me. Sorry, we shit on your movie. Oh. I know you directed and wrote it. Mm-hmm. I know. Elmo I put Fitz a lot of heart Dilson. into this movie. I'm slowly breaking down inside, but I'm glad to be here. You, your belief in Halloween Town is so strong. You have the magic of this movie. You have belief. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. If you hexed we us, don't. we might even thumbs up this movie. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. I okay. don't need more people to enjoy it. I've got me and Trappa. Trappa. This is the time where our guests get to do plugs. Do you have any plugs? I do. Um, I don't have a, um, personal plug, but, uh, I thought I'd plug a charity this time that I like and I think people should donate to, uh, North Shore Animal League. They're the largest no kill shelter in the U S the world. I don't remember, but, uh, that's where our esteemed guest Finn came from. Well, there you go. I grew up growing up. I got a cat named Smokey from there and Smokey was the best. Yeah. North Shore is great. You should donate and help out adopt animals there. That's excellent. That's my plug. Well, thank you. Um, My plug is this show. Uh, If you (laughs) enjoy this episode, please like, comment, subscribe, share, do whatever it takes. Uh, We are on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. We are on Twitter at Tipsy Panel, although the Insta is much more active. We we have an email, Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. Email us. We would love to hear from you. Um, That's our show, everybody. Oh, I have one more thing. Uh, Then that's not our show. Very soon, you will all be able to call Brandon Mr. Hyman, and Aww. we're very excited oh for Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm changing my name. <laughs> and soon, Brandon will be able to use the Borat voice when he refers to you. <laughs> my wife. So very excited. Yes, for that. my wife. Thank you. Very exciting. We're getting married. Everybody wishes a happy marriage. You're married by the time this episode comes out. Exactly. Yeah. Evergreen statement, dog. I said that at the very beginning. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in next time. We'll have another decom for you. Bye. All right. So Ryan, you're Ryan, you're officiating the the marriage now. Um, dearly beloved, it's on wax. We're gathered here today to matrimony. Um, do you? No. What? Sorry. But I can't. Come on. I did no, all no, this no. planning. I'm wearing say, a tuxedo. It was the my wife thing, I think. My, my wife. wife. Oh, so you get to say it, but I don't. <laughs> I do. See, We're I, in our first fight, everybody. I'm Church of Kazakhstan, and you're now married. My, my wife. wife. Very nice. How much? <laughs> I like... <laughs>